All right. I have no idea how long Pete will be indisposed with. What's what's he doing? Got a uh, maintenance guy, I think. Yeah. His heater is out, or he clogged the toilet. <laughs> or... <laughs> All right. So, any other garbage time we want to get out of the way before we do a little recap or something like that? No. I remember we're on a train, and I remember that we're probably not taking this as seriously as we should. I think our lives are in more danger than we realize. (laughs) (laughs) I think the players are doing a great job, but yeah, the investigators are awfully chill. They're having, they're, they're drinking on a train. It's fun. Um, so it's been five months and today is when I gave the recordings to Jason. Um, so unless one of you has a really good memory, I'll do the recap unless one of you wants to. No, you go ahead. Cause my yeah. details are definitely not good. I'm sure you'll remember more. So well, I did listen. Um, so you guys are heading Louisiana and you boarded a late night train. And as you approach the train, you received a really weird visit from like a smoke creature and he presented these three people to you that couldn't communicate, but they seemed to be distressed and the the smoke was swept away when a, when a train arrived and you've been aboard this train and you sat down in the salon car and had dinner. And you notice that everyone that works on the train looks identical or just about identical. And, and you did some investigating and you had some kind of weird interactions and you had a restless night of sleep. Um, in one of the rooms, like a weird gargoyle thing, like came off the wall and, and tried to go after you guys. Um, you've been escorted back to your rooms a couple times. Um, you had breakfast and in the booth next to you guys, you guys discovered a soldier from World War One, And he was escorted away. And then there's been several other weird things. Um, you've been progressing backwards in the train. And it, each time you pass through the doors, it appears you are traveling to different time periods. And I don't remember every time period you've seen, but you've definitely seen one from World War One, Something indicating the like, Pacific Northwest. But not like mid-30s rise of the Nazi party. Yeah, um, stuff in the future. You know, you've stumbled upon some newspaper clippings of dates that have not passed yet. And you've also caught some glimpses at outside. Sometimes it doesn't look like Missouri or northern Arkansas. Sometimes it's the Savannah. And most recently, um, Scoops, you peeled back the window of the kind of covered, sealed passageway between cars. And mm-hmm. you snap some pictures of like a completely devoid alien landscape. It was, uh, it was just this dead gray sky with these weird two suns emitting like a hazy dim light. And that's kind of where we left it. Uh, so in short, it's a creepy ass train with weird people, uh, weird servants and, uh, with time travel. How long do we expect, how much longer do we expect to be on the train before we arrive? Yeah, so you, um, 
one more evening. What time of day is it now? I'd say it's late afternoon, late evening. Um, if you ask anyone, they they give you short answers, but maybe they say the train is a little. It's taken a little longer than you anticipated, um, but they assure you after one more sleep, you'll arrive at your destination. <laughs> Which sounds vaguely threatening now that I think of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Any questions? Uh, Any other questions before we get in it? I know it's been a while, so. Uh, So, on the map, dining car is in front of the salon car, is in front of the sleeping car? Mm Mm-hmm. And you guys have done a couple things. Like, you've, you've gone in the front. You've gone, some of you have gone through the front of the dining car to find yourself in an empty um freight car and that's where you found the news clipping from the paper you've gone backwards out of the sleeping car and that's where you appear to be transported different types of salon cars you also Didn't went someone like, even climb on top or am i remembering that wrong did we talk about doing that or did someone actually climb on top uh, no, we did. We did climb on top. Yeah, because I think the jump was, and you guys moved backwards. Like you jumped uh-huh. um, towards the back of the train. Yes, you did. Because we talked about the jump and how whether you were going to try it or not. Yep. Because it was pretty risky if you fell off the train. Bring up the old roll 20. Yeah, old roll 20. Are you guys just being really quiet or did I drop? Nope, you're good. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Any other questions? Sandy fucking McLean. (laughs) He has arrived. So you got nice. You guys, I think we left off. Remind me who Pete's playing. I remember Sandy. Howie. Howie. Okay. Oh, boxer. He's yeah. a boxer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Howie Stymack. Do um, you want me to text Pete? Let him know we just started. Asking no, he's. Part. I think he said he'd be right back. Okay. Appreciate it though. Um, I th- I think um, I think the best way to start this is, um. Let's say you guys have made your way back to Howie's room because I believe Howie's room is where Howie stopped the uh, the gargoyle, um, and maybe after gazing upon the landscape, scoops um, maybe with something along the lines of like we need to talk about this. And if you don't, you burn through all your film. Like you captured every picture you could. And so maybe you started to move back towards the front of the train and you pass through less cars than seemed right. Like Mm -hmm. you kept moving back and you go back and maybe you saw three different passenger cars. And by like the second car, you're back in your sleeping car. Something seems a little bit off. Um, But now I'll say the three of you are sitting in Howie's sleeping car. And this is definitely our room. This is the one where you ripped the gargoyle off the wall. Yeah, so the the gargoyle that was kind of mounted on the door into the room is is no longer there. You guys threw it out the train. Yeah. 
And again, it's a maybe it's uh let's go with it's just a little bit before supper time. Which is probably a little bit later back in those days, I guess. I don't know. We are like very strict like about mealtime. I remember that. Oh yeah, that is right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should yeah, that's right. Mealtime is super strict for you guys. Well, we were all there and saw the alien landscape, right? Or was that just me? Um, they were all in the chambers, so they probably saw it as soon as you pulled back the blinds. But you were the okay. one that pulled back the blinds. All right. Yeah, I don't know where the hell we down. are, but this is not Missouri or Arkansas. I think you said the exact same thing in the last recording. That's fine. <laughs> That'd be great. Sandy? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> What's the question? Where Where the hell are we? I don't fucking know. I look out the window. And uh, that's a dog tail, by the way. <laughs> I thought that was the sound of the train going to the tracks. It was yeah. Sound effects. Yeah. Oh, what's out the window now? Moving a little faster. Uh, so what, what do I see exactly? Oh, uh, it's back to you see mid central Arkansas landscape. It's, it's uh, late afternoon. Shortly before dinner time, which is uh, served promptly at 7 o'clock p.m. Looks like we're getting fucking close. It looks like it from here. It didn't look like it out there two minutes ago. What do you mean? You mean what I mean? You saw it? Oh, you're talking about the word landscape? Yeah. It didn't look like this. I wasn't sure I saw it, to be honest. I've seen a lot of things on this trip that I don't know if they're real or not. Yeah, me too. I, I feel like I'm in some kind of fever dream. What about the old soldiers? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen old soldiers before. At the time, I didn't think that was that. I mean, it is odd to see a French soldier in Missouri, but it wasn't that odd. What I saw out that outside a minute ago, that's something I've never seen. Hi. It sounds like you're back. You uh, guys yeah, are, I'm back. You guys are back in your sleeping quarters after while in standing in the connectors between two of the weird time travel cars. Okay. In, in the short summary, you saw the really weird, like, void alien landscape, and uh, Scoops brought you guys back to your sleeping quarters. So you guys are just kind of just started discussing that. It's a little before supper time. Okay. And best guesses indicate that you have about one night's sleep before you reach your final destination. <laughs> hey, Matt. Now, no, I think I asked you this before, but a pro do we... Do we have a guess as to how many cars away the engine is? Um, when, yeah, so when you boarded the train, the you boarded on the salon car, which is like the lounge area, and that was uh -huh. the third car from the locomotive. So dining car and then locomotive, or yeah. is there one more in between? Okay. Uh, no, there's one more in between. One, one more, more in between. between, okay. 
Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, <clears throat> above the table, mm-hmm. what what do you feel uh, is the state of our characters' minds? I mean, are we completely freaked out? Are we just confused? Is there like uh, like a ticking time bomb in our mind? Like, we got to get out of here kind of thing? So when I went back and listened, no. And as a matter of fact, I... A lot of your sanity checks have actually gone quite well, um, especially for Scoops. And Scoops is the one who keeps, you know, peering out the windows and seeing the weird shit. And um, he's been able to process it with just more of a, a curiosity, more so than anything else. Okay. Um, so... Right now, it's been more, I think, of a curious exploration for you guys. Um, there hasn't been anything threatening. So, yeah, we're not terrified or scared. We're just confused at the 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 clones, so to speak, mm-hmm. and um, and, and the, all the time changes. Yeah, or what we perceive to be time changes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it and it does seem. If I remember correctly from some of our previous sessions, it does seem that at times when we look out, it's normal. It's what mm-hmm. we would expect. And other times is some weird thing. Yeah, like you've seen the Sahara and Yeah. yeah in fact, and... we right before you came back on, we looked out the window and it looks normal. Okay. All right. Okay. So I guess I guess so I Along with Hollywood, where uh, there isn't like a, uh, there isn't anything sort of again ticking for us. Like, oh my God, we need to figure something out before we get to New Orleans, or you know, we're oh my gosh, where are we? Because we just looked out and it seems like it's normal. So, so, so I'm guess I guess I'm saying is that you know, Howie is kind of thinking, what the heck did I eat last night? You know, yeah. You the know, only I- the only in- inclination you get, and I think maybe Scoops has picked up on it, is just that the answer about how long until we arrive at our destination is always vague. You know, one from, more night's rest until your now. final destination. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, so maybe. Um... We should go and talk to that conductor guy or the one that looks like the conductor guy over at the uh, top of the sleeping car there <clears throat> on our way to dinner and just try and demand some answers out of him. Yeah. Yeah. I I would love to uh, take off the kid gloves with this guy, but as I recall, he was even stronger than Howie. Like, he... Didn't he throw Howie around like a ragdoll? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But there's three of us. Yeah. (laughs) You got a gun with you, Sandy? Shit, I don't remember. Do I? I don't remember. I have a revolver. I have a 45. See if I've got one. You do? Because at this point, I think I would, I would, there'd be no reason for me to ever have it with me before, but I think I would have it now if I have one. To see on your 
Ninja Sheets. Yeah, because remember, I, I, uh, mine was a uh, uh, a prize from winning a uh, boxing competition while I was in the service. Yeah, you have your forty five. I don't see one listed on your character sheet, Sandy, but like Sandy probably has one. I don't think that's too unbelievable. Same with scoops. Especially after especially what Sandy I mean, one, Sandy, you're going after the guy, the scumbag that led to your sister killing herself. True. True. Um and Scoops, you've been in you haven't had the best month. <laughs> Luckily, there's no mental health checks back then for <laughs> firearm purchases. <laughs> yeah, I've got a terrible handgun skill. <laughs> I've got a handgun. I'm just not very good with it. All right. All right. Well, at this point, I would say I'm I'm carrying something with me because super sure. strong guys, weird stuff going on. I would have it with me. I, I will put my camera packed. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Put the camera away though, because that's my prized possession. Okay. okay. So you guys are Let approaching. Drug him kills his soul. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys are approaching the uh, conductor. Yeah, hundred percent. As as you guys approach him, um, it's just same blank stare. He just stares past you down the hallway. And before he admit he was trying to make sure you guys were staying in your room and you had snuck out. Mm-hmm. So he just stares past you. So uh, I walk up to him and go, "What's your name, pal?" Dinner will be served at seven o'clock. I didn't ask you what fucking time dinner was. I asked you what your name was. I am the conductor. So your first name is The. I am the conductor. Shall I escort you to dinner? Supper? Yeah, why don't you? Follow me, please. I want to hit him on the back of the head when he turns around. Ooh. (laughs) I'm going to knock him out. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> give me a Sandy, Sandy, Sandy. Sandy's doing like a Captain Kirk, uh, <laughs> but maybe it's like with the butt of the gun. <clears throat> that, that little pretty. See, your brawl is forty. Um, that's probably your best for this. Okay, give me a brawl roll. Is that uh, combat? Um, just under your skills. Under my skills. Brawl. Do, 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 do. Uh, there it is. Did it roll? <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> All right, and he. <sighs> oh. Um. A ninety. <clears throat> so as you as you go to to hit him, uh, 
upside the head. There's there's a bump in the tracks, and like his yeah. head bounces back into your revolver before uh-huh. you get like full motion. And he turns he turns around and he just stares at you for a second. And he says, "Pardon me, sir." <laughs> and like it doesn't even like. And then he just turns and he starts to walk into the salon car. I turn or, and or look like at just... the other guys. <laughs> like, did you just see that? That's the look I give him. <clears throat> okay. I feel like I dodged a bullet there. <laughs> so you guys then you step into the threshold. Um, yeah. It looks like all the others. There's a little side door, some windows. So when we are in the, the threshold area, uh-huh. so I'm last in line, so I'm going to be furthest away from Lurch. <laughs> I'm going to try to uh, open up to, to see out again. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's a familiar sight, but it's not a comforting sight. You see the same gray, void, unfamiliar landscape with a dead gray sky and just flat. Yeah. And it just, so, it just kind of blurs off without end. And I'll, to, so he didn't try to stop me. I'll point out there and say, where the hell are we? And he comes back and he like snaps down the blind. And he, he says, dinner is this way. Where the hell are we? We are where approaching are we? final destination. What's the fucking final destination? And he, he stares at you for like 15 seconds of just dead silence. I'm talking to you, Mr. The. New Orleans. Well, that's where I want to go anyway. <laughs> oh, well, that's good news. <laughs> First dinner. And you guys, you guys pass through the salon car, and there's a someone who looks remarkably like the conductor behind the bar. The salon car is empty. Maybe it's just a couple minutes past seven. So before, so we see the guy at the bar, and uh-huh. and we see the conductor that let us in there. Can I look back and forth and see if they are both like separate people? Like, are they both there at the same time? It's not like the guy disappeared or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're both there at the same time. They're both in I'm the same like, room. Pic- okay. I'm picturing it in my head. Like, you turn in super fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then he, he opens, so you guys make your way to the next threshold, and he, he pulls out his key, the weird-looking key you guys have noticed before. And... Mm-hmm. Didn't uh, we steal one of those? I believe you did. Yes, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, one of us has one of those keys. Yeah, I think it made your yeah. lockpicking I... efforts a lot easier. Mm-hmm. My fantastic lockpicking efforts that I'm <laughs> widely known for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he escorts you to the dining car. Um, <laughs> and you see the guests um, from the first night. Uh, all quietly eating in in separate booths, and he uh, he escorts you back to the smoking section of the train and seats you near the pantry. Now, if I remember correctly, 
we have we did we go through the pantry we did go through the pantry and we went that direction and is so, that where we found a car full of uh, uh the soldiers one of you did i believe it was sandy mm-hmm. um you found an empty freight car that's where you found the newspaper clipping from the future also oh, i think you right. found some Oh, you found like booze and stuff in the kitchen, but remember it leaves you guys hungry. Like you guys are starving. Yeah. Yeah. I think the soldiers were in one of the cars behind us. I think that's when you went over a car and then you came back down and you found a car full of soldiers. If I recall correctly. Yeah. Okay. So Lurch, Lurch makes his way back. You presume to the sleeping car and out steps merch, um, (laughs) which is Lurch wearing a tie. And he brings uh, he brings a pot of coffee, and without saying a word, he he starts to move back to the pantry. Okay, I say we. Uh... What do you fellas say? We take this key and see how far we can go. You want to go forward? Try to get to the uh, engine. Hold on. <laughs> Is that Pete or Howie? <laughs> no. What's this cell phone ringing? <laughs> <laughs> we just traveled forward again. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good. She hung up. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Or to the back. I think we're closer to the front and I'd love to see who's running this train. Yeah, we need to find out something. Although I think I know what it'll look like. All right. Uh, which way is to the front? I'm guessing it's the back the way we came. Nope. And then it it's isn't? Front it'll be... Yep. Oh, okay, Towards great. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's where we're headed. So... Um, I guess we're probably going to need to do some stealthy rolls if we see merch in there. Yeah. Um, but it, assuming you guys go in there, you step in the pantry and there's like a, like a wait window here and you don't see merch or anyone actually. Um, the kitchen area is surprisingly quiet and unstaffed considering it's dinner time. Okay. Are we the only ones in here or is there some, there's I mean, other, I mean in the there, dining room. Yeah, there's a there's the the few people from the night before the mom and okay. her kid and uh, actually you know what I'm gonna go talk to them. Okay, uh, so Rich, you're gonna go talk to them. What is Howie doing? Um, so let's see, Rich. So you went up to where the kitchen area was. Wait, uh, Mike. I'm trying to. Mike's going up there, Sandy. Oh, all right. So you're 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 by the smoking sign, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going. Oh, so so he went to so San. Wait, Sandy. Yeah. Yep. Sandy went to the inside the pantry in the kitchen area. Yep. All right. I'm gonna go around to the right. See if I can sneak around that way and come up this way and see if there's anything here. Yeah. I mean, you see the fully stocked pantry, but there's no, you don't see any signs of merch or lurch okay. or gurch or. Do I have to walk around this way? Sure. Yeah. But I mean, same thing. I mean, it's, it's, as far as you guys can tell, that part of the train's empty. 
Great. All right. So is Mark. it is it just a woman and her kids? There's no man there. Uh, yeah. So there's um there's the guy in the tweed suit, an older gentleman. Gentleman. He's eating with his back to you, reading a book. There is a woman in her late thirties. She has two young children. And then there's another man um, eating dinner at the far side of the train. Uh, just appears to be a white collar worker. Okay, this is like 1926. I'm not going to go talk to the woman because what does she know? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to well, talk to one of the guys. <laughs> right. Well, you know that you bring something up. Have Have we talked to any of the other passengers? I can't remember. It's been so. <laughs> it's been such not, a, while, a while. Did we even talk to anybody else at any point? Not really. They've all kind of blown you off. Okay. Um, or been rude to you or been escorted away in the case of the soldier. Mm, okay. Because I'm wondering if have we anybody who's in the car with us now, have we asked them whether they had any unusual experiences or seen anything weird? Yeah, that's what I want to do. No, you haven't asked them that. Um, so Rich, you, you're making your way to them, Sandy and Howie. Before guys... I do that real quick, I do yep. want to look out the window where my table is. I want to see what's outside right now. Uh, so it's dinner time. You see the landscape you would expect to see. Okay. It's dark. All right. Uh, Sandy and Howie, you guys find yourselves in another threshold and the threshold, there is the door in front of you with the odd lock. There's the coupler below you. There's a window to your right. And on the left, there's a, there's a door to the outside of the train. Uh, okay. So the door with the odd lock and then door to the outside of the train. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go door to the odd lock. Okay. Uh, and so I assume you have, I don't remember who has the key. I think Sandy has it. I'm, but I'm assuming whoever went forward would have the key. Yeah. Um, so you guys step forward and you step through the threshold and we'll, we'll cut down to scoops. Uh, scoops, you're approaching one of the gentlemen. Yeah. The guy that's reading. I'll talk to him oh, first. Okay. And he looks up at you and he puts down his book and he just annoyed that you're interrupting his, um, I don't know. He's reading some philosophy book. All right. Dr. Freud. Um, can I, hey, 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 fella, can, can I ask where you're headed? Uh, I suppose so. Can you, can you tell me where you're headed? <laughs> yes, I'm heading to Boston for a conference. Uh, if, through New Orleans? No, that makes no sense at all. Can I help you? I don't see how this is important to you. Yeah, because I was told that this train's going to New Orleans. And he, he like he closes his book all the way and he turns like and he eyes you up and down. And he says, I assure you I'm not mistaken. We might both be mistaken. There and I'm gonna look around. There's no lurches around at all, right? Correct. Alright. Can I convince you to come with me? Right here in the car. Let's go ask them where they're going. Ugh. This is such an inconvenience. Fine. I know. It's terrible. Uh, but I'll make it worth your while. Uh, actually... It's a long me... way to Boston, right? Uh, I've actually been told we'll be arriving 
this evening. Uh, give me a persuasion check, Scoops. Absolutely. Look at me. Fine. I'm done eating anyways, and my understanding is we have to be out of this dining car soon. Yeah. I will follow you. Uh, whoever's next, what, even if it's the lady, I'll actually yeah, talk to her at this kids. point. Yeah. So uh, I'll put on all uh, as much charm as I can muster. Ma'am, I'm having a friendly wager with the gentleman here. Can you tell me where you and your lovely children are headed? And one of the, like, the little boy pops up. He's like, we're going to see my daddy. In what city? Washington. Washington. And this train's going to Washington, right? And she, like, the mom hushes down the boy, and she's like, what did I tell you about speaking to strangers? And she looks up at you, and she goes, yes, we are traveling to Washington. I'll look over at Dr. Freud and see what his expression is. He just, like, is a little perplexed. Like, he's maybe raising an eyebrow, but he kind of looks at you like, "Mm, what's your point? Yeah, we're going to go down to the other guy and do that again. And that'll be everyone on the car, right? Right, right. Okay. Yeah, so ask him the same question. And the other guy's like, he's just like shoveling food in his mouth. And he's just like, he stops and he just, I'm so sorry. I just got worse night's sleep last night. What? Can you tell me where you're headed, sir? What city this train is going to? to my bed, dude. Well, what city is this train going to? Yeah, that's a weird question. It's going to Philly. Mm-hmm. Not by way of Boston or New Orleans or Washington, right? Well, I, I assume they'd stop by uh, Philly first. Man. All right, How so I'm going to sort of switch over from friendly to you guys need to take this shit seriously now, talking to these two guys. And... Basically, just say, certainly, you. T- I, don't, I don't want to worry the lady over there, but certainly, you two have realized that something is not right on this train. Yeah, the beds are just so uncomfortable. I'm look, starving. I look up at the first guy. Uh, I really can't be bothered with this. Yeah, Philly is on the way. Philadelphia is on the way to Boston. Yeah, but you said that if you were going straight there, and... Oh, I'm sure they'll stop there overnight. Maybe I was mistaken. I'm quite busy with my studies, and I should be grading term papers. I really don't have time for nonsense like this. One more question. If you insist. Can you tell me what year it is? Um, we're in 25? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. Is he so the right he year? gives you the right year. Okay. Whatever. I don't remember what year we are. All right. And when the, dinner's like, over. That, he's like really okay. confused. When dinner's over, let's ask the conductor where we're going. Will you, will you, will you humor me that much? <sighs> Fine. Thank you. And I'll leave, I'll leave him alone. I'll go sit down because I know they're going to hustle us out of here when the Thank hour's you. up. So you're just going back to your booth? Yeah, I'll probably sit close to him, or I'll, I'll go to my booth, yeah, because I'm okay. probably fucking hungry and I'm eating the crumbs off their plates. Sandy, yep. Howie, yep. you guys pass through the threshold and whoosh, that, that feeling of e- uneasiness that you guys have grown a little accustomed to, 
and all of a sudden your ears are just bombarded with like this screeching noise of what you as the players would realize as the sound of a subway. And but Sandy and Howie have never heard anything like it before. It's just screeching and the lights there, the the fluorescent bl- bright lights that they've never seen anything like before. And they're traveling. They're just whirring by. And you'll see an ad for something, but you don't recognize it as an ad. And you find yourselves in an empty car with gray plastic seats with kind of vinyl cushioned coverings. There's poles and what appear to be like horse stirrups um, that you can grab onto. Whoa. Uh, Yeah, I, I think at this point... Uh, Sandy's going to kind of huddle down, like put his hands over his head, like, ah, fuck. And then I'm just going to charge forward and run towards the back. Uh, is there any people in here? Is it empty? No, it's empty. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. Okay. So you, you pass through and you find yourself in another threshold. And again, whoosh, and you're queasy. Um, did Howie follow or did he stay in the, the, no, the subway as car? As soon as, he, as soon as he took off, I, I went running after him. Okay, so you guys find yourself in another threshold, and it's a similar deal. On your left, you have a door to the outside, and in front of you, you have the uh, the star-shaped lock. Okay. Is there a window or something? There is. There's windows on, there's a window on the right side, um, door on the left side, and door in front of you. I want to look out the window. So, again, it's the, the same uneasy landscape. Completely okay. flat, unending. Kansas. <laughs> I take offense to that. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, but there's no crops. There's no vegetation. It is just gray, flat, unending. Interesting. And, 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 and somebody somebody from KC would know that that doesn't seem right. Oh, yeah. This isn't just like, wow, Arkansas sure looks weird. This is like. Yeah, I think well, you said there the were first, two suns. Two suns. And it's like. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot, the, I forgot about yeah. the two suns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yes. Yeah, just Andy. Something, something's weird going. Let's keep, keep going. Keep going. What's next? Do I need to use the locksmith key again? Well, you can just use the key. You're going through the front door? Yep. <laughs> Uneasy feeling. And now you guys are inside a train that appears to be faster than any speed that you could ever comprehend. And you're not uncomfortable, but the, the complete city landscape outside, first off, it's daylight. And second off, it, you're, you seem to be worrying through a metropolitan um, landscape that you've never seen before and you're you're just flying. All right, at this point I'm 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 freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean this is really like what you guys are seeing now is almost like something you've read from um science fiction. Yeah, you, you know, weird science <laughs> monthly or something like that. Weird science. So, <laughs> so, so let me just above the table. So, if I remember what we saw south of us, does it seem like 
we're going along a timeline. The further back we went, the the further back in time we went. Yes. Um, and the further we go up forward, the more to the future. Now, we might not recognize it as the future, but if we think back, we we could we make a connection that, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. we went yeah. backwards. We were, like, going back in time. Yes, especially, like, now, because now things look like how... Maybe yeah. one of you are a science fiction fan or something like that. But yeah. It, yeah, that's a reasonable conclusion. Yes, forward seems to be drawing you forward, backwards, more further, further back in time, more primitive trains, more primitive comforts. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I, and I tell Sandy, Sandy, I, you know, and I, I tell him what I'm thinking. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how this is doing it, but it seems like this is more the future and back there was more the past. And so then I'm starting to think, shoot, do we want to be in the future? Maybe we got to get back. Sandy, give me a sanity check. There ain't no sanity clothes. Where is, uh... Oh, it's one of my main ones, right? The top. Mm -hmm. There we go. Look at that. Nice. I'm chill. Yeah. So uh, I think you're uneasy though. But yeah, uh -huh. so what do you what do you how do you respond to him? Uh I think I, he would say something like, um I hate to fucking admit it, Punchy, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kinda turn him around and face him in the opposite direction. And um yeah, I think I think time to head back okay. and yes. in my mind i'm thinking if we can get to the car that is our time and we stop there maybe we'll arrive at our proper destination you pass into the threshold same thing the door backwards to your right now is the door to the outside and then the window check the window void alien landscape Okay, through the door. The main door? Mm-hmm. Okay. Immediately, you step into the pantry, seemingly bypassing the, you wouldn't know it, but the subway car. Subway car, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Sa Sandy, what, what, what happened to the other car? I don't fucking know. Let's get scoops. This is freaking me out. I, I, I've been hit in the head too many times. So we can we see uh, Scoops? Yeah, Scoops is there. Great. Sitting in the booth, I oh. assume, right, Scoops? We're going to rush yeah. over to Scoops and go, you're not going to believe this, but Punchy here has got a theory. Yeah? Is that the yeah. train's going different places for everyone on here? I think it's going to different times. The different further... Times. The further forward we went, it seemed like it was going to like a future time. And when we went backwards down in towards the back of the train, it seemed like it was getting older and in, in, in the past. Well, I think it's more than that because, and I point to the guys, that guy says we're going to Boston. That lady is going to Washington. And that guy back there is going to Philly. Boston and Philly, maybe. Washington's a whole different direction. Oh, we better be going to New Orleans. 
I, 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 can't, I can't take any more of this train. Did they, did they say that they've seen any of the weird stuff that we've seen? No, nah, they're a bunch of dumbasses. So you had a plan. You wanted to talk to um, them with the conductor to find yeah. out. What yeah. When we get shuttled out of here, the the one guy begrudgingly agreed to at least listen on while I ask the conductor where we're going. Okay. So then uh, I guess they bring us dinner and we eat. And yeah. We for- sure. Um, the others leave the the others leave the dining car. And and merch brings you uh, dinner, but the yeah. others have all left. Even says, the book reader guy. Yep, he says you have you have fifteen minutes. So we can't ask uh, him what the destination is in front of the others then, because they just left. Tall, right, right. And there was nobody there that uh, as they were getting up to leave, they weren't being escorted out. Correct. Okay. So I'm going to say to uh, Merch, I'm going to say, hey, what time do we get into Boston? And probably, oh, a good 10 seconds goes by. We are not going to Boston. What time do we get to Washington? He slowly turns to Sandy. Washington is not final destination. What is our final destination? That's it. Again, a long pause. New Orleans. So how come these people say they're going to Washington and this guy says he's going to Philadelphia? This guy says he's going to... I don't remember the other place. (laughs) And he stares at you. And he stares... And he says, final destination after night. After night. Enjoy your meal. He leaves? Yep. Food here sucks, and I'm not leaving a tip. Yeah. I'm throwing food. I heard that. I spit in your food. I'm throwing food down my mouth because I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, and, you guys are all uh, famous. So what are we going to fucking do? Are we going to bum rush the other way till we find our right fucking year? What happens well, if we're in the wrong year? What do you mean? So what happens if we don't show up in 1925? What happens if we show up in 1935 or 1945? It might be nice in the 40s. We'll have world peace by then. Well, we have peace right now, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure 1940 will be great. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing could happen. Yeah. <sighs> <clears throat> Well, uh, so you think so. that as long as we are, I mean, maybe, maybe Lurch isn't evil. Maybe his job is to make sure that we arrive in the right year. 
I don't fucking buy it. We got to get off this fucking train. Well, I'm certainly not jumping onto the uh, gray desert. I look out the window. It's night or dark. Appears to be normal. That's not the same place we saw back there. What'd you see back there? The gray place? Yeah. Yeah. Every time we... No, but we saw more than that. We saw the gray place, but then we saw more of an... Didn't you say it was more like an alien landscape on the way back? That's the one I'm calling the gray place. The gray with the two suns. Oh, I thought he meant that was different. Oh, no, it's the same. Sorry. In that case, I was describing the same place. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So they're going to shuffle us out of here. We're going to go back and twiddle our thumbs. What happens in the morning? I don't think I want to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm with you. Yeah, last time you stayed up is when the uh, gargoyle woke up, right? And then we threw it out the window. Howie, do you still have yours in your room, or did we get rid of that one, too? Uh, I think we left mine. Maybe we just... Maybe we should all stay together tonight. Yeah. And maybe we should keep a watch. And and we've got at least two guns, right? If mm-hmm. if this place is screwing with our brains, an all nighter is not going to help. Okay, let's get our stuff and head the other direction. Mm. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, you guys start to walk out of the dining car, and you find yourself on the threshold. Everything. Feels normal. You don't get the the lurch or the the upset stomach or anything like that. But similar deal. Uh, now on your left is a window, and on your right is a door to the outside, and then the door going forward. And the door. Is there to the a guide here to unlock the door for us. Key, right? Uh, the door to the outside is like a f- kind of flimsy lock. Mm-hmm. I want to bust it open. Nice. Um, I will will just keep watch. (laughs) I'll stand back here. Okay. Uh, Hollywood, give me a... I'd say probably locksmith. Okay. You try to pick it. If not, we'll bust it. Okay. Uh, So the door... You get it quite easily. Or maybe... You, like... (laughs) You tell the other guys, like, ah, this will be easy. And then it ends up giving you a, a headache. But eventually you get it. Yeah. Um, and what you see running from this car. So you see the handholds up to the top of the car. But f- different from where you left the sleeping car is there is actually. So first off, you peer out and it's just gray, flat, open landscape. 
there is a walkway all the way down the dining car. And then it goes past the dining car, and then it hits the car in front of it, and then it goes all the way up to the locomotive. I assume you guys didn't see this before. <clears throat> no. Not being accusatory. I mean, honestly, <laughs> we've seen a lot of weird shit. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Wait, what didn't we? And when we went on, wait, you're on the roof now, right? No, this no, is this literally a walkway from that runs along the first one, dude. How do we not cars? See- how do we not see that? Um, because when you got on, when you looked outside before, you were either looking out the other window or you were back in the sleeping car. And this runs from the first three cars. So locomotive. Oh, all right. N- next car and the dining car. Jackpot. This is what we're looking for. Who's coming with me? I'm coming I'm with not, you. I'm not staying I'm here. Not, I'm, yeah, I'm not staying by myself. Let's fucking hustle it. Okay, so um, I'm going to draw you guys another arrow to show you where you go. Quick. Green. Uh, here we go. That won't do. Okay, well, anyways, it draws you... Okay, so you see the side of... Two cars. The the car you see on the left is the locomotive. And then there's just another kind of storage-looking car that you guys see up ahead. Walkway. Cool. And... All right. So, what are you guys doing? Let's go. Let's down the walkway towards the locomotive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you guys walk past the walkway, and you cross over the threshold between what you have been using as the dining car, and you, you step over the gap that connects the two cars into this, this what we'll call the second car, um, and you don't feel anything. There's no upset stomach there's no whoosh or anything and the alien landscape remains unchanged so now you guys are standing technically outside the train right you are outside the train and you're right about here okay so this is one we are now one car forward of the salon car yes oh no no no. in front of the dining car the dining car right that's what i meant yeah and and even though it's a strange landscape, but we feel no weird differences in, in air or breathing or anything like that. Uh, correct. Yeah. Do we, we feel, I mean, wind moving past us, like we're traveling 35, 50 miles an hour, whatever a train does. Yes. 
Okay. It feels off, but uh, yeah. you do feel like, yeah. It's nighttime here, or is it? Uh, it's just kind of hazy. Okay. It's the the brightness. Anytime you looked outside and, and seen this, the, and have seen this kind of alien landscape, has been the same brightness level. All right. This car that we're outside of right now this has windows. Um, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, it does. It has a couple. Can we see in them? Or are they shuttered or blinded or whatever? Uh, yeah, you can see in them. I mean, obvious. I'll I'll look in the window as I'm walking past. Okay, give me a sanity check. <laughs> Anyone else looking in a window? <laughs> yeah. He says after he says roll sanity. Yeah, I mean, look at me. If there's a bunch of windows to look in, I'm sure we're all going to look in a window. I am everyone, a well-adjusted dude. A san- <laughs> uh, sanity check. Wow. <laughs> okay, uh, you guys are tough cookies. Uh, so here's here's what you guys see. Um. Let's say Scoops, you stepped up here. We'll go something like that. And you guys can change it if you want. Um, Um, Okay. So you guys peer inside, and it is just absolute horror um howie the first thing what you see when you look in a window is just a car chock full of tumbling naked human balloons and from the and they're like bloated it's a lovely new sentence you've created. And they're not floating like balloons. They're laying on the floor, but they're just swollen up. And some of the mouths, you just see like this green liquid ooze drip from their body from different orifices. And you see... Um, you see... At first glance, you think it's a merch. But as you peer closer, you see he's actually longer than you expected. And although he's still wearing his hat and tie, he now looks like a thin-limbed ant with, like, gabby skin. And the hairiness you saw is now just, like, kind of protruding in, in like, clumpy bristles. Um, and their eyes seem to me like emitting some light. And one of them who you maybe make out to be merch is just squatting next to one of these balloons, licking and sucking out this green seepage. Uh, and, and, and this is also a car that we would have thought that we walked through, right? This is the second car. The car yeah. immediately passed the dinner car. Okay. Uh, scoops. Uh- 
yeah. you have the pleasure of you peer in and everything appears normal and then you kind of duck down to like get a better to like look up like maybe you look back and see Howie just like horrified his face and so you decide to look in uh from the ceiling you see a chandelier uh but it's not a light chandelier it's like a chandelier of hooks and um like candle holds but from every hook dangles a different type of decomposing human part. And then e- in each kind of like candle spot sits a human head with a hilt, a hole drilled into the top of it. Sandy. You, mm-hmm. you look back at the others and you, the, you notice a couple things before you look in uh, through one of the windows. And you see this... Um, twisting kind of like it it's pulsing like a green light um and it's kind of running under the walkway and it's a tube that runs along the train and it seems to be coming from the locomotive and then as you look in the mirror you see um five different kind of like humanoid shapes that remind you of merch lurch church and gurch um but the same kind of horrendous, they seem to be like um, perched and and resting. And there's there's five of them, but same kind of deal. They they have these thin ant like arms with weird clumps of hair. Um, you see the mouths of some of them. They're kind of like wide, uh, almost like a frog, but they're like full of teeth. Oh, so that's what you guys see. <laughs> And somehow all of you managed to process that just fine. Yeah, we're um, all like, but hmm. but yeah, you whatever. all do take you do take one point of sanity damage each. Oh. Yeah, I do think I would yell out to the other two, just what the fuck. Yeah, and then I, I, and then I would speed up because <laughs> I want to get the hell away from this car. Now, yeah. talk to me about the um, whoops. Uh, how do I edit it? I think you, you got to turn, turn on, on edit, edit mode. mode. Yeah. yeah, got it. Uh, the green tube. Is uh-huh. it below the walkway? Yeah, it kind of runs below it, and you see, like, the green tubes as you, and, like, everything is perfectly flat, so you actually have a pretty good vision of the train, um, but this tube runs to every single car, and it seems to, like, pulse with energy almost, and it comes from the locomotive. Is it is it feeding the cars? Yeah, that's kind of, that would be a good way to describe it. I think uh, my... My oh. natural reaction going. And as you look further, as you look down and you take a closer look at it, you notice something else that's really weird. There are no ties. There is no railroad track. Okay. What? I think my initial thought would be, if I can see where this green tube connects... Is mm-hmm. the is the is the uh, locomotive the next thing? Yep. I want to run towards the locomotive, but I'm thinking I want to try and dislodge this green tube. Okay. So I'm gonna head if I see the green tube coming out of a part of the locomotive, like it's powering the train. I'm uh-huh. headed towards that, and I want to try and like kick it. Yep. Okay. Below the walkway, I may have to like hang on the side and like kick at it to like dislodge it. Uh-huh. 
So you peer at the the locomotive. It's large, black, and it's belching out this thick, rolling green smoke. And as you get closer, it's it's foul, like burning tires mixed with burning flesh. Mm. And as you draw nearer, you see kind of like um, like the coal dump um, past the water tank, but the coal dump is not filled with coal. It's it's filled with human husks, you know, mm. just empty casings of humans in different parts, um, and. At the coupler, where the locomotive is connected to the rest of the train, that's where you see that kind of green tube that feeds backwards. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you, that's where you, uh, I mean, that's a spot you could certainly try to dislodge it if you wanted to. Great. I want to try and dislodge it. I'm like, this fucking thing runs on humans? Yeah. What give the me, fuck? Give me an idea roll. An idea. Actually, you know what? You've already hit it. You've already, I mean, you fucking got it. Like, I mean, that would just, um, if you pass the idea roll, it would suggest that this kind of, you know, organism based tube is controlling the rest of, of the train car. And so by saying this runs on humans, like, Soylent train is people. Yeah, um, exactly. you've, uh, you've done that. And so you, you, you hit it. And nothing, it doesn't seem to budge. Like, it, it maybe gets a little bit brighter. Um, but, yeah. Then I'm going to shoot it. Okay. And and the bullet, you, you shoot and the bullet lodges in it. And it doesn't, like, some liquid, you know, out. But it doesn't, it, it kind of closes back in on itself. And the, the train seems to be undisturbed. So I started pleading to the other guys. We gotta destroy this thing. We gotta get this off. Help me stop it. So we'll go up there and I mean we'll try kicking it and stuff like that too. If there's no effect, which I assume there's not, Matt. Correct. Um, I'll start looking to see where where it feeds into the, the engine. Yep. And so it feeds into the engine room. Um, the, you know, just past the fire, the fire door where the, where the, uh, engineer. Yeah. And also I've got my gun in my hand at this point. (laughs) Yeah. And so as you peer in, you actually see, you don't see an engineer. There's no man in overalls with a striped hat or anything like that. Instead, it's this massive pink and bulbous thing. Um, the head is like a swollen lump with little tiny raisin eyes and the folds of his pink flesh just kind of like cascade over each other into this like sweaty pool on the floor. And you see these like flaccid appendages just kind of like shoot out as it you know grabs onto different sockets and levers and starts pulling, pulling switches, uh, whatever. Um, and, I mean, give me a heavy machinery or uh, roll, or that's probably not what it's called anymore. Mechanical repair? Yeah. Or uh, there's an operate heavy machine. That's, yeah, operate heavy machine. Who, just him or I just. Yeah, everyone one. can roll. <laughs> oh. Mine is a one. No, I failed, one. so. I have actually 30, but I failed still. Wow. 
Uh, well, you guys aren't able to make out what exactly those levers do, but this thing is just... It doesn't even... Even when you shoot the gun, Sandy, this thing is just riveted upon um, the front of the train. Okay. Is there so, a... Is there a coupling? But yeah, the, the coupling engine. is what you guys tried to chip away at, and that, so that oh. green tube then feeds into the firebox, um, and then kind of up above the firebox, there's uh, on the wall are four levers, and they're just like radiating with heat. All of them, all of them are flipped up. Which so did Sandy empty his gun into this thing? How many uh, shots did you shoot, Sandy? Uh, well, one, and it didn't seem to work. So, right. Because I'm because when he says he wants to try to stop this thing, so I I, I want to go in there and I want to empty my revolver into it. Into not the beast. Knowing, yeah. Shooting the conductor thing. Yeah. Okay. Um good. I mean, I don't know if that'll be anything that'll do it, but you know. So is that a roll? Yeah, what is what is everyone else doing though? Let me uh let me just get us what everyone's um, doing. Um so let's see, we are on the side railing, right? Uh I would say you guys have kind of made your way up past the yeah you're kind of like in between i would say kind of spread out let me ask a better question yeah. what is the entrance into the engineer's chamber yeah like you guys are right around here so there's like a door probably between yeah it's kind of open though it's there's not really it's open a door. okay yeah so it's yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot him too then i mean if like if there's nothing in between us and him i'm gonna take cover behind whatever i can and Blast this guy. I think okay. I I would obviously just follow suit. If we all have guns, then yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So you guys are gonna roll firearms. Rolling. Oh, extreme success. That's good. Forty fives are six six shots, right? Yeah. Or is this, is this uh, just? Or no, like I uh, have. To, I actually got to check. I'm. I'm actually not sure what they're. Uh, let me get to the right page. Because yeah, I don't know how that. I don't know how firing a gun works. Okay, so you guys are all within base range. So that's the first thing. It's going to be uh, regular difficulty to hit. Um. Uh, you guys are all probably. Um, roll that with a bonus die, Sandy. I mean, you guys are all going to be point blank. What's a bonus die? I mean, where would... So you can click bonus, bonus and it'll okay. give you a roll. So just hit the bonus penalty below your roll. And so the bonus oh, in Call right. of Cthulhu swaps out the tens place die. Gotcha. Uh, so you become a 27, so, um... Is anyone firing more than once? Well, I was going to just empty 
you know, I'm I'm freaked out. So I I, I would figure yeah, I'm I just gonna empty <laughs> probably chaotic. Uh, so just in, emptying the gun, <laughs> and I, I'm not. I'm firing once. You can fire two or three times, Pete. Yeah. Um, but each and it's only two or three. You can do one, two, or three, and then firing more than once, you get each shot individually with all the shots taking a penalty die. So you would, if you're firing three times, you would roll three times, but each roll would also have a penalty die. All right. Well, I'll I'll do three then. Okay. And roll one more time. And then. And then that was my penalty. Okay. And then another penalty. Yeah, so I I, sh- I got a success the first one, but the next two were fails. Yep, okay. Um, and I guess I would have done the same thing. If you're firing, yeah, if you're going to do that three, yep, do it. Which then kind of also makes sense, because I would have shot it once and be like, oh yeah, it looked like I got a good shot, and then I tried <laughs> to shoot it two more times and didn't really do anything. <laughs> Yeah, all and right. I fail all three times. Okay, so you guys hit him twice? Twice, yeah. Um, and the one was extreme. Nice. And let's see. It's, it's three damage is base. And, wow. Um, okay, and so in Call of Cthulhu, firearms rolls are never opposed. You just roll the difficulty. Yeah. Um, and... Sorry, I'm checking something real quick. Check this all the time, y'all. Okay. Uh so then it it um it turns around and all of a sudden just lets out this like massive very annoying screech. Um that and can't be it it turns to to Howie since you unloaded yeah, he... first. Yeah. And and you stare upon him. And then all of a sudden, like you see an appended shootout, and it doesn't shoot out you, and your eyes track it, and all of a sudden it grips the firebox and it whips open the firebox door. Who's looking? Um, yeah, sure. I'm yeah. not. I think I'm focused on it because okay. I'm shooting. I was I was the one that only took one shot, so I'm I'm being more careful with my shots. Sandy? Um, and Howie, give me a sanity roll. Sandy oh. relatively unfazed. Regularly. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Howie. Yeah. Give me, uh, give me a, uh, D100. D100. Uh, Sandy, give me a D10. 46. Oh, shit. Did he just lose 46 sanity points? Uh, yeah. <laughs> D100, that's like seeing Great Cthulhu. Oh, because... <laughs> all of a sudden, Guess the what? firebox rips open, <laughs> and before both of you is the entire universe. Galaxy, quasars, <laughs> knots of time, strings of matter, black holes, 
And at the very center of the universe whirls the angry truth of the horror before you. Now, you wouldn't recognize it, but the horror is Azathoth. Clearly visible and flaming in this finite, infinite void through vast numbers of light years distance. Yeah, I knew it had to be an old one when he rolled a D100. (laughs) So... Standard stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is a uh, he's the Damon Sultan, and he rides mindlessly beyond the furthest star, um, which you guys wouldn't know. But what what you are now dealing with is you have seen the entire universe, infinite, but yet somehow finite possibilities before you and this great horror that you have laid eyes upon and uh so sandy lose six sanity yeah um pete you're gonna have some really bad results here and i gotta see exactly what they are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it's like if you ever lose your a certain brain amount, just broke yeah i mean you're gonna be rough shape buddy I gotta let oh, dogs i'm go. i'm down yeah. to 21 for what it's worth yeah it's, there's if you lose a i think it's a fifth of your sanity oh, yeah, in yeah. a in a day bad stuff happens <laughs> yeah we're, i gotta find the rules real quick for it sanity Okay. I can help you look it up if you want, Matt. No, I think I've got it here. Thank you. You know, I started at 68 tonight. Now to twenty one, so that's thirty percent from what I started tonight. Yikes! I think you need to make an intral too. Yeah, I think there's a few different. So you are going to go um, insane. Yeah, so you're going to go indefinite insanity. Um, so. The first thing that happens is you suffer a bout of madness. Okay. Um, which has a couple side effects. So, each time an investigator suffers a bout of madness, the keeper may amend one of the investigator's backstories entries or add a new one. Uh, the purpose is to reflect your descent into madness, and so we we can do that for sure. <laughs> Goody. <laughs> All right. What did I miss? Are you dead? No, but I have a. I'm definitely an, an indefinite madness. Um, get roll a d10, Pete. <clears throat> Seven. Lucky seven. 
he you you run just in complete and utter madness you flee and you just try to get away from the firebox as hard as possible um regardless of the consequences so you just book it down this this passageway and um you are getting the the fuck out of there um and then there's some there's some other um Like you're gonna disable, you're gonna probably um, develop some manias and phobias. What was the what was the intelligence check, Rich? Uh, maybe that's for the smaller one. It's you make an oh. intelligence check to decide if if you know what you're seeing or if your brain sort of rationalizes it. Oh yeah, so that's basically on, that's on temporary insanity. Yeah. If you lose a fifth, then you go right. <laughs> um, straight into indefinite. And then there's gonna be long long term effects for Howie Pete. And we can certainly work on those together. We don't have to leave it up. But right now you are just running. Like you can't even <laughs> comprehend. How much how much did you lose, uh Sandy? A tenth? Um so you need to make an intelligence roll intelligence you actually want to fail this one <laughs> oh, i better take it on the edit mode okay oh. <laughs> okay so you know what you saw <laughs> yeah and it you somehow the name azathoth just rings out and you start to process the possibilities and you suffer uh temporary insanity uh which means You also suffer a bout of madness. Does that sound right, Rich? Uh, yes. Okay, roll a d10. Yeah, the biggest difference between what happens to them from here out is the time. Yeah, okay. Uh, there we go. Fight or flight. Ooh! The investigator gains a new mania! <laughs> And then That's you legit. you are going to seek to indulge in this mania for the next ten combat rounds. Uh, ready, Hollywood? Yep. Do you want to pick it or do you want to roll a d100? I'll let you go either way. Let me roll a d100. Give it to me. Twenty. Twenty. <laughs> Bruxomania. Uh, <laughs> compulsion for grinding teeth. Uh, <laughs> could have been worse. <laughs> oh yeah, could have been way worse. Uh, like way worse. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a uh, cider roto cider odoromomania, Romania, which is, the, which is the intense fascination with trains and railroad travel, which would have just been perfect, but <laughs> yeah, um, you were 70 off. Okay, uh, so uh, Rich, what would you like to do, sir? Uh, so how he just booked it, yeah. How he's best yeah. I can tell, Sandy. I mean, I can't see him grinding his teeth. I just see him emptying his gun into this thing. So yeah, but his teeth are just like clenched yeah. so hard. But I'm not looking at him. So oh, sure. What um? What was the effect my gunshot had? I mean, did it look like it even hurt the thing? 
Oh yeah, yeah. So this thing, this thing cried out. Oh, I'm um, gonna shoot it again. Then. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Like it definitely had an effect, and that's why he opened the firebox. Yeah. Okay, I'm shooting it. Oh, I missed that time. You want to push it? Uh, yeah, I think I will. What's okay. gonna happen if I? So if I if I miss, you gotta tell me what's gonna happen um, if I push it. Hmm. What do you think would happen? Uh, I could damage. Well, I damaging the train would be good for me. Maybe. Um, is there tentacles are flying everywhere? If I push it, I could get get my gun knocked off target and shoot. Oh, if toward... you miss, if you miss, he's gonna wrap a ten- tentacle around you. Okay. No, I'm. I'm. I said before I was behind some sort of cover or something. Oh, so nice. I'm not going to push it. I'm yeah. okay. So he's okay. Cause this thing is fucking scary. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say pushing it would be like me coming out of cover and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And then, um, roll another D 10 Hollywood. Okay, so you're actually insane for the next uh, four hours. Shane. <laughs> so, uh, um, so that uh, that does you don't lose control of Sandy fucking McLean. Um, but it is something like, I mean, you, you get to control them. Just know that you have this underlying temporary insanity after seeing the universe. Um, you're very fragile. Um, and then if you lose any more sanity, you'll have another bout of madness. Okay. And you can act, you can act normal. You can shoot and do things. It's just, you should be aware of what's going on. Okay. So, what's Sandy doing? Um, do I think I can close that door? Um, I think I think he's he like knowing above table, like the conductor knows what he's exposing, and that's not something that he is tasked with. So, like, he slams the door shut. Okay. So it's not open. But now he's just <laughs> angry and pissed off. Although he's still staring dead ahead. Um <clears throat> shit. I don't know. So I'm I'm insane. I'm grinding my teeth. Mm-hmm. I still have my gun. I guess I would fire it at him. Okay. You firing oh, once or you're yeah. gonna do more? I would I would empty it. Okay. If I fired once outside at the tube and three times at him. You got two shots left. So uh two shots each will have a penalty die. Yeah, dig that. Oh that makes it a (laughs) thirty-four. So close. 
So as you as you as you start to fire, you're grinding your teeth, you're grinding, your teeth, and you you think you're gonna hit him, and then you chip part of your back molar. Um. So, Pete, you are yeah. fleeing in fear. You can technically still act. It's just that you have to. Um. Wait, you rolled a seven. No, oh, that was really, yeah. Um, yeah, you just have to run away, but you can still take actions and stuff, I guess. Uh, well, I probably would just try to. I mean, I think the only if, if I'm so afraid and trying to get away, I'm just running straight back to my birth. Okay. Unless so, there's like a um, unless there's sort of like a distance thing. Yeah, I mean technically there is. I'm not um I'm not too concerned with like tracking it. Um there is a technical distance you can move, but I mean you would be able to get out of reach of the tentacles pretty easily and start making your way down the second car. No, I was thinking more of a like uh once I'm uh, away from it a certain amount of uh uh, distance does the effect you know lessen or no, no. it's no it's 10 rounds you try to get away as, oh, humanly, yeah. as far away as humanly possible yeah so I, I i would imagine in fact i would almost imagine that i if if and you tell me but i if i'm trying to get away as quick as possible would it would 10 rounds would it take me 10 rounds even to get to my birth my sleeping car or would i yeah yeah because uh yeah the like it's it's pretty quick so yeah it'll probably take what i would well that's well oh all right take me longer all right i'm i'm not i'm i wouldn't want to go past my car is what i'm thinking yeah that's probably fine Okay. okay okay um so as as the as the shots the shots ring out um a tentacle shoots out of the back of of this thing, and it's going to um, fling a tentacle at at Scoops. Uh, Scoops, dodge roll, dodge. Okay. Yeah, can I get a bonus die since I'm taking cover? Yes. Oh, good thing. I gotta get some stats for him. There we go. Wow. Still a failure, but it's better. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good at dodging, apparently. What? Let's see. Should try to fight back instead. It's a freaking tentacle, and I got a pistol in my hand. Oh. Wait, you rolled a four on a D hundred? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you got me. Yeah. Thump. Yeah, tentacle wow. shoots out and just hits you square in the ch- it, it like whatever cover you're behind, maybe it was a box or something like that, <laughs> just shatters as this tentacle yeah. punches through. Um, this is an older model, so I gotta find some damage. Those are in the back of the book. Damage. Okay. All right, you take three points of damage. 
Okay, and back to you, Sandy. Okay. So or, I'm sorry, back to Scoops. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Is this in grappling me or anything, or just hit no? Me? It just it just like punched you with a appendage. Um. Sandy, do we want to fight this thing, or do we want to get the hell out of here and try something else? Well, um, I'm not very sane at the moment, so <laughs> <laughs> I may not give the best answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking uh, kill it. I'm going to shoot it again. Okay. But I'm leaning toward looking for another method of <laughs> dealing with this situation. But I got one more shot in me. Nice. Uh, let's see. What was handgun damage up above? 1d10 plus 2. Okay. Uh, oh wait, I didn't have you. Oh, you got a you got an extreme success, and then it was a three. So... Yeah, actually, it wasn't me. It was one of the other two. But I, yeah. Oh, uh, roll a d10 for that because I need to know the count. One uh, d10 plus two, same deal. I need to know total damage. Another one d10 plus two. Yeah, for your first shot. Oh. Because I didn't. I don't see that. Did you roll that? I did not. I didn't know uh, if you were calculate in the background. Oh, look at that. Another seven. Okay. Nice average rolls. Good average rolls. Um, and that's going to be... Uh, so what, what does it look like when you finally dispatch of this? Whoa! I, so, um, probably really fucking disgusting. Oh, yeah. I mean, this thing was gelatinous to begin with. So whatever was inside it was probably really foul-smelling. It is now painted all over the front of the compartment yeah as as you as like as as it gives up its last breath like the bullet wounds weren't bleeding much but as soon as it stops breathing just green ooze just flows out of this thing like rivers um first thing i'm going to do probably is turn to sandy and is he is he even reacting, or is it just nothing but crazy eyes? No, he's reacting. Uh, well, actually, you tell me, Sandy. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going up. At, are you coming with me, Sandy, or are you just yelling? You, you giving I'm coming. Uh, stage directions for me? Because <laughs> remember that there's four levers that were up? Right, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too, is those. I think because I... Even though I wasn't looking into the firebox, you talked about the heat rating off and everything. I don't think I'm going to touch this with my hand, so I'll use like my pistol to try to knock him down. Nice. Yep. Um, and you get all four of them, ding, 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 with your pistol? That's the plan, yeah, assuming it yep. works. The, so you th the levers get thrown, and um, the, the firebox, the, the energy radiating from it, like the lid is closed. So you can't see it. It just seems to wither away. And as you flip the last lever, Pete, you, 
you feel a sense of calmness come over your character. Like you don't need to run anymore, but you also are have are going to have some long term consequences of what just happened. So you're not coherent, but at least you stopped running. And yeah. as soon as that fourth lever is flown, poof, you see the the train stops. And you find yourselves, all of you, the three of you together, back near the salon car. And you find yourselves stepping off the salon car. But as you do so, everything blends and is, is you're surrounded by steam as, as locomotives roll in. And as, as you step away... Um, it's like you step out at the same time as the French soldier steps off the train or as someone exits a New York you know, subway car or someone in Tokyo exits a bullet train or one of the affluent people, peoples from the early 19-teens you know, step away from their private cars. Um, for scoops, everything seems to be normal um we're in new orleans you appear to be in new okay. orleans um in in front of you in the steam the last thing you see is a figure in black with a broad hat and it breathes out a last wave of steam before the steam clears out and it exhales a stream of smiling people and as the steam clears, they dissipate in the breeze. The figure in black collapses and leaves only a puzzling pile of old clothes. And Scoops, as you, as you, as you pick at them, you see it's a combination of men's, women's, and children's clothes from all different eras. Looking back at uh, Sandy and especially Howie, how, how are they looking? Um, <laughs> rough. They do look rough. I would say everyone roll two d six. And then add one to that, and you're going to recover that much sanity. Oh, All right. pull up! Look at me. Now, sane as um, I can be. We'll have to look into to Howie's long-term effects. Um, but there is at wow. least some comfort for the travelers as you have finally arrived in New Orleans. We're never fucking talking about this again. <laughs> well, no, we're going to talk about this a lot. I have a feeling I may not even remember. <laughs> My family's 31. <laughs> That That's brings awful. the Iron Ghost to a close. That was a so, cool ending. Let's do a little debrief. Yeah. There's some mysteries here and then some where I want to take this because Call of Cthulhu is one of the things I want to stick with next year. Um, because now that we're in New Orleans, I want to do Have You Seen the Yellow Sign? Uh, which is a classic adventure that's supposed to be fucking dope. Cool. I appreciate um, you telling me what we're doing because I'm also reading a lot of Call of Cthulhu and I want to make sure I avoid anything we're going to yeah. do. Stay away from that one. Yep. Uh, so 
the uh the deal with the iron ghost um this is like a sacrifice trained at azathoth um Wait. the the lurch guys are are basically oh hey can we get like a cthulhu mythos or maybe just the two crazy guys that actually looked into it or do they want to <laughs> What do you mean? Can they gain Cthulhu Mythos since they oh, saw something? Uh, well, it didn't award it, but they probably should. Um, yeah. And that's Heck the problem. Much. I'm dealing with an older right. deal. Let me look into that. Because I, right. I don't know right. how much. Okay. Um yeah, so it was like a sacrifice change to Azathoth. The the twins, the creepy twins, were basically like, uh, it was better to not fight them, uh, which is a good thing that yeah. both both you and the conductor failed his role because they were much more difficult than the thing you fought in the conductor's room, which only had twenty five HP, um, and it was just a fucked up engineer that's only task was driving the train. He just uh, murdered that guy while he was sitting at his desk at work. Yeah. The the guy in black was trying to warn you guys uh, ahead of time. Not to, if you remember way back, it was like people from different time periods. He was trying to warn you guys not to get on. And he was like, <laughs> uh, his name was the Spectral Traveler. So you guys ended up freeing him mm. um, by by stopping the train. Uh, Rich definitely made the right call to not grasp the levers. <laughs> were those uh, burning hot? Not or only worse. were they burning hot. Um, if if you failed a power roll, you I would become have... the conductor. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. It's one hundred percent right. Oh, you, that's awesome. <laughs> you, um, yeah, you give in and you swell to the same proportions of the old driver thing. You lose all vestiges of humanity. Humanity in the process. Sweet oh, man. Yeah, that would have been awesome. And then, if you remain sane, you do a sanity check. Then you you control the train at your will. <laughs> uh. We're going to New Orleans, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then, so here's the risk that you guys got really close with, and that's why I kept throwing the door out there because I didn't know how to get you guys to otherwise do it. Um, you can either go to the front of the train on the roof, or you can take that passageway outside. Otherwise, if you keep going through the cars, it it either ends in the future where there are no trains, or you go so far back you go to a point in time where there are no trains there either. And then if you did Get one stuck. more, if you do one more sleep, they harvest enough souls and all the merch and lurch guys turn into like unstoppable creatures that just slaughter everyone. Oh, so we actually played it right. Yeah. But then I was worried that you guys were going to keep moving backwards and just like never get there. And there's not, there's nothing in this. It's only a, oh, I don't know, 10 page module or something like that. It goes 12 pages. And there's nothing in there to like, how do you point them to walk through the train correctly? Because every time you pass through a star-shaped door, it just continues on forever. So, yeah, some of these, I, I notice these in old modules. A lot of times there's often 
if the players are into actual role play, they might not get pushed to actually solve the adventure. Because we were kind of goofing around about that. We're like, yeah, weird shit's happening, but hey, we'll be in New Orleans tomorrow and it'll all be over. Right. Whereas <laughs> the players, we knew that that wasn't the case, but characters, I don't think, knew that. Yeah. Characters kept passing sanity rolls. And, eh, yeah. And whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, it was uh, it was a fun one, but it definitely had potential to be super lethal. That'd be a good one to run uh, on Halloween. Yeah, and you could do it in a night. Like if you're okay with longer sessions and you found a way to keep them moving, um, you could start. Like you could do this in one session. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the gargoyle things. Um, if you had slept the first night with them and not stop them, they, like, start eating your souls. And so that's why the other guy was, like, super tired. And oh, so, yeah. like, even on the first night, you can kind of start dooming yourself. And basically, if you sleep two nights, um, you're you're done. Well, that was... I, Sandy, I think it was lucky that you stayed up the first night. Otherwise, we probably yeah. wouldn't have noticed that. And did it... Howie, like, punches or something? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Any other... Anything else? Uh... So I will look into the Cthulhu stuff, the Mythos, if that needs to be rewarded. I will, after January, um, and I gotta set up the module for Have You Seen the Yellow Sign. I'll see who's interested. I'll see if Matt wants to jump in at that point. If anyone wants to jump out, that's fine. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. It's jump in, jump out. Uh, if you want to change characters, you can be a New Orleans character. At some point, I want to return to Kansas City and go back to the stuff we set up with, like, the Baron in Blue and the Boyfriend. But I think Have You Seen the Yellow Sign is pretty self-contained. It's just, I've heard really good things about the adventure, so I'm excited to run it. Great. Well, nice. Cool. Well, thank you, Matt. Nice. Yeah, yeah, thanks for waiting five months and finally closing it out. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was worth it. Thanks for making it spooky at the end. <laughs> yeah right 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 uh, it's like there's yeah, a note that did in there. crack me up when when you said roll d100 i'm like holy shit that's shit. A, that's there's only one thing that makes you roll d100 yeah. for sanity yeah <laughs> and it's like it's at the they put a note in there it's like it's at the keeper's discretion if you want to he only has one weapon it's the firebox yeah <laughs> and it's like fuck yeah i want to use that yeah. oh yeah all right all right fellas Excellent. cool all right We'll see you guys later. Thanks for the holidays. Merry Christmas. To Matt's character and tell him not to take the train. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. Take a plane. plane. Thanks again, Matt. And congratulations again, Hollywood. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Congrats, uh, Hollywood. Bye. All right. Good night, guys. Bot commands. Where's my bot command?